hello. It's Olivia with Olivia's podcast again, and I have another special guest with me, Miss Debbie Harris. Hello, Debbie. Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you for joining me today. Have you heard uh, some the previous? Podcast? I have. So far, I've, I've listened to Tiffany's and I listened to Tina Rascos. What so I'm looking forward them? to the rest of them. I'm really enjoying it, actually. You know, at first I was like, I don't know if I'm going to listen to this podcast. And then I saw that you had Tiffany. And I'm like, okay, so I'll listen and see what she's got to say. And I was yeah. like, okay, this is fun. So yeah. now I just, you know, as wives to uh-huh. rock musicians, we all sort of pass each other, sort of like ships passing in the night. Some of us know each other and some of us don't. It's like, hey, as you pass each other at the club, <laughs> yeah. you know. I'm enjoying these podcasts. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're doing a great job. Oh, thank you. It's like giving people an inside look. Of what it's like, like uh, from the sidekick, the wife, the girlfriend's point of view of of how we are with with them, how, right. how their life is, and we're part of it. But you know, like from the in, looking from the inside out, <laughs> right? Yeah, I've kind of coined a new term. I refer what to myself it? frequently as the gropey. I'm sort of half groupy, half roadie. Oh, <laughs> oh so you help? <laughs> I do. I do. I help with the gears. So I'm the gropey. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny word. <laughs> So you, uh, you're his roadie to the yeah, pretty help? much yeah. I'm yeah. his drum tech. Oh really? Yeah, oh. I told him I was going to try to be named the best drum tech in Houston. So tell me who, who are you married to, and what bands is he in? Um, I'm married to Ron Harris, Bam Bam. Everybody calls him Bam Bam. Uh-huh. Um, he is currently the drummer for Shotgun Sally, uh-huh. but he is also the drummer for Side Piece, which is another cover band that does 80s, 90s, and 2000s. Um, I'm the vocalist for that band. Oh really? And he's oh, the drummer for vocalist. yeah, and he's the drummer for American Witch, which mm-hmm. is a Rob Zombie tribute band. He's the drummer for Essence, which is um, it's a sort of up and coming Evanescence tribute band that they're working on uh-huh. and he's the drummer <laughs> he's the drummer clearly <laughs> but he's the drummer for um swinging bottles which is the original project that the shotgun sally guys are in oh okay that's a lot it's a uh, lot lot does he ever have free time um not no. that i'm aware of yeah no, uh, no wonder you're his roadie <laughs> exactly yeah but the drummers are always the first ones in and the last ones out pretty much yeah, yeah. except for whoever's running sound yeah those are the only people who beat us to a show and leave after us <laughs> leave after, yeah but that, that's a lot of work though it is it's a lot of gear you know and it's funny because as we get older mm-hmm. i'm like where the summer's always this hot because now i'm like why is it so hot <laughs> now, you're, now you're like uh should i be a roadie anymore no, like, no i want to quit i don't like that job but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but actually this summer was hot oh it was Hotter it was than it usual. was ridiculous yeah <laughs> triple digits yeah it was no, it, was it was crazy hot. i mean i was talking to scarlet king yesterday and she said you know i'm just over it and i was like i know we had this whole conversation i'm completely over summer it's fall now summer be gone <laughs> <laughs> yeah how long have you guys been married um this year will be 16 years really yeah oh, that's a long time and was he a drummer when you met him he was he was actually he he's always been a drummer um uh-huh. he played he's been playing since I guess he was like 13 or 14 he's been playing professionally you know oh, okay. so um but when I met him he was in a he was in a cover band called the attitude band and he'd uh-huh. been there like 12 years or 13 years or something and then an original project launched off of that called uh-huh. big rocket and so it's always you know it, like with most musicians one door closes another door opens so it's yeah. just this constant movement like uh what do you call those rotating doors yeah pretty yeah. much yeah yeah been drumming for a long time <laughs> he has so how how was it when you guys met and started going out and and uh, he had a, did he have a lot of gigs back then? Or he didn't not? because that band only played, I don't know, once a month, maybe twice a month. Now they had rehearsal every week, but I liked that, you know, because yeah. it gave me a night where I was like, okay, bye now. 
beat it, go to the studio, you know, and so they'd rehearse once a week, and then he had gigs, but, you know, I always went to the gigs, and that was fun, you know, my yeah. friends would come out to the gigs, and they're like, oh, that's so new, because it was new to them, you know, yeah. and they were all like, oh, that's so neat, your husband's in a band, now they're all like, yeah, yeah, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> You're going on your own. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, because they do play a lot. They do. Shotgun selling, yeah. Yeah. They do play a lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> and they write original music, too, right? They do. Um, Does he write? Does he uh, do lyrics and he write does. Songs? He he does with he helps with the lyrics and sometimes the arrangement um but yeah the lyrics are i think sort of his thing at least they always have been mm-hmm. he does you know write songs on his own because uh-huh. he can play guitar and what have you and oh, okay. i was i find that fascinating because i can't play anything he tried to train me uh-huh. you know teach me to play drums not so much <laughs> not my thing clearly i can carry the drums playing them's a whole different thing yeah <laughs> uh, and set them up for him yeah right. i can do that i can do it without him there i've had him leave and have to go do something and, and i set his drums up, up. <laughs> well that's teamwork <laughs> but i can't play them yeah that's teamwork so you you're a singer too then i am mm-hmm. how long have you been doing that you know i did it some when i was a kid and then not for the next i don't know million years uh-huh. and then um actually it's funny when he and um, Roger Wolf, who is also in all uh, Rogers and all those bands with him, I was like, uh-huh. is it all of them? Yep. Every <laughs> single one of them. He's in all those bands. When they were starting side piece with um, some other musicians, they were actually looking for a singer. And I was just there because I was hanging out with him, you know, and I'm oh. just hanging out. I was like writing in my journal, just you know, oh. lounging on the couch. And the singer that they were waiting to audition was late. Uh-huh. And so they're like, well, we need a level. Debbie, just get on the mic and get us a level. And we were like doing Rebel Yell or something for a level. Uh-huh. And that guy came and wasn't their cup of tea. Let's just say that. The, the audition didn't go particularly well. Yeah. And they were sitting there and they're like, um, why didn't she just sing? I mean, <laughs> I don't understand. You know? And I was like, oh. And the whole time I'm like, oh, yeah, you guys never even asked. You know, because they, they, <laughs> it was like I thought they were looking for a guy, right? Yeah. So I just, whatever, you know, I'm yeah. just doing my thing. And so that's sort of how Side Piece got started. Oh, and we started okay. doing shows and it's funny because we laugh originally our set list and the shotgun Sa- Sally set list were very similar. Uh-huh. And um, so we've kind of tried to diverge them a little oh, because okay. we play in a lot of the similar songs. places. We, oh, yeah, yeah, we play in the same song. places, yeah. you know, as we all do. All the bands go <laughs> to the, the same places. Yes. <laughs> when they said, why doesn't she sing? When was your first gig after that? How long? After? It was about a month. A month. Did yeah. you, were you prepared? No, I was terrified. Oh, yeah, I was absolutely <laughs> terrified because I hadn't fronted a band since I was about 17 really and I was like I don't like this I'm not having a good time I was like it was it was funny because I I sounded okay but everything on me was shaken I was like I'll pull it together it'll be okay it'll be okay (laughs) and so are you the only singer like the lead vocalist that that you sing the songs throughout the whole gig I well Ron my husband sings a couple of songs um but yeah the other guys don't sing so you could take a break when he's singing yeah 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 pretty much um it's it's funny actually i can also take a break when we do still the night because there's such a long guitar solo and Uh then i can actually go to the bar order a drink (laughs) and come back with it yeah oh that's nice (laughs) well so your husband was in big rocket Mm -hmm. and you sent me a couple of songs from them yeah you want to go ahead and play one yeah absolutely which one do you want to um which one do you have i want to play um (laughs) <laughs> little Betty. Little Betty is my favorite Big Rocket song. And it's actually, it's it was, it's covered by another band. And our band actually covers it when we do shows out because it's one of my favorite songs. Uh-huh. And we always tell people it it might remind them of somebody they know because it may or may not be referencing um, the drummer's wife. Well, what does it talk about? Well, I guess we can it's hear it. It's about a crazy girl, yeah. Are <laughs> <laughs> they talking about you? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> oh, well, let's just hear it then. Let's go ahead and play it. Thank you. 
And we're back with Mrs. Debbie Harris. Hi. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. So tell me a little bit about that song. So, okay, that's maybe my, well, it's my probably my second favorite Big Rocket song. I love that song. Bam Bam uses the word Betty. That's mm-hmm. his word for a hot girl. Oh. So look at that Betty over there. That's what he's talking about. My guess would be he liked Betty Rubble way better than he liked Wilma and the Flintstones. I don't know. <laughs> okay. But um, so when he wrote that song, it was funny because, you know, everybody's like, oh, that's a really great song. It's a cool rock song. And I was listening to the lyrics one day and I'm like, that sounds like, and he's like, sounds like a crazy girl. Could be one girl, could be a lot of girls. And so that's the joke. It's like, it might be a familiar person to you. It could be his wife. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, that's like a general topic. Yeah. <laughs> it could be anybody. Well, yeah. And as many, as, many, uh, as many people as we run into, especially when he's playing shows, as many interesting people as you see, it could be anybody. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I mean, you get to see really strange things. You spend enough time in the clubs, you'll see pretty much everything at least once. So how is it for you being married to a drummer? Well, you know, being married to a drummer is, it's a little crazy. First of all, he has way too much gear. You know, I really, I keep trying to encourage him to play the harmonica. Uh I figure you could get like five of those in a tiny little suitcase (laughs) box and it would be really more convenient. But um, I think it's great because I don't know, really watching him what he does, watching him do what he does, you know, for him, that's, that's where he's who he is the best, you know? And so watching him play drums, I really enjoy that still after all these years, I will still sit and watch and, you know, I dance and I dance with the fans who are there and I run and get drinks for the guys or do whatever, you know, I need to do. But if, if you catch me in a moment where mm-hmm. I don't have other things I have to do, I would just literally sit and stare at my husband and watch him play drums. Oh, be, be a fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Biggest fan. I'm yeah. a fangirl for sure. Drummers do have a lot of gear. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. He does. And he, you know, he's a classic rock drummer. So that's all the cymbals and, you know, oh, all the drums. Yeah. It's not a little small jazz kit, you know. So, uh-huh. but, you know, it's funny. He He's talking about switching out his drum set to a set that's a bit bigger. And I'm like, excuse me, sir. We don't really need more gear. Well, <laughs> well he has his roadie there. <laughs> that's probably why he, yeah he has a help he does he does have the help that's for sure and how how often does he practice or uh, how often out of the days of the week how often is he away doing what he loves well you know we're actually kind of fortunate um he has his practice kit at home is an electronic kit oh okay. and so uh, when we were looking for a house when we walked into the house that we bought in april uh-huh. we walked in he turned and looked at that front room and he said that's gonna be the music room my drums are going right there and i was like apparently we're buying this house because uh-huh. <laughs> i mean we were looking at houses that day and he just walked in he's like this is the one and oh. so so his drum kit his electronic kit sits in that room and mm-hmm. so the guys actually come to our house to rehearse oh and that okay. way they don't have to because they had a studio for a while that they would go to uh-huh. but it's so sporadic and aside from the fact that it acts as storage yeah you know it was just it's expensive you know and they're always going up on the studio rents and you know they don't usually offer more amenities yeah. <laughs> with the higher rent <laughs> with the higher rent yeah well that's good that you have it there at the house do you have the space for it we do and it's funny because it's like family night when shotgun sally rehearses at our house mm-hmm. um, because it could be almost any band and it's the same guitar player and drummer and, and so mm-hmm. um when they rehearse at the house like Stevie frequently brings his kids. Stevie Mayhem brings his kids. Um, and Gigi will bring Tiffany and the baby. Oh. And Scarlett will come with Johnny. And so, you know, it's sort of a full house. I order pizza. We all just kind of hang out and have family, family night. That's so nice. <laughs> and how did you guys meet? Oh, we, we met through some mutual friends. And I think that they were, you know, they were like, oh, you guys will get along really well. And it was one of those weird things. He was married to somebody else and I was married to somebody else. And so we met and we got along really well, like stupid well. You know, we became best friends. We like did stuff together and, you know, called each other like, what do you think of this? You know, and he he wrote songs and stuff. and He'd be like, what do you think of this? You know, just send uh-huh. it to me as friends. And then at some point, I don't know, we had been pretty much the best of friends for like two years. Uh-huh. And then um, his marriage was 
going its way and mine was going pretty much the same way and so I actually I moved him and um he his youngest son uh-huh. they moved into my house because my ex-husband had moved out and I had a big house and mm-hmm. I was like I don't need all this house mm-hmm. you know but I owned it so I was yeah. like you know yeah. so they moved in there and um we like started dating after a while it was like quite a while because we're like this is weird we're gonna screw up this friendship and we don't want to screw that up you know yeah. so but, I started out as yeah friends. That's yeah good. we were absolutely best friends yeah and then um um, yeah, we started dating and we're still best friends. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> so it worked out. <laughs> yeah, luckily. it worked out. <laughs> and as far as you, you singing, how, how often do you practice or how often do you work on your, um, your vocals for your side piece? Um, the I, band side piece, not your side piece. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, that is that is tricky. Yeah, it's not a side piece. It's at the side piece. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, I can because the drummer happens to live at my house and his drums are set up. Oh. We can practice during the week on like a weeknight before it gets very late. Uh-huh. We'll just run through the songs we need to run through. Um, if we have something that we have to practice with the other guys, because mm-hmm. you know, that's. I, I tell you, I'm the slowest member of the band. It, it takes me longest to learn the songs oh, and learn okay. how I'm supposed to do it. And so I tend to work with him closely. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all original music? No, 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 no. Actually, none of it's original. We're oh, talking about starting to do covers. some originals. Oh, okay. You know, because mm-hmm. Side Piece is a cover band. Yeah. Um, but we, we've been talking about doing some originals, you know. Oh, okay. just I don't know. You know, cover band shows are long. Uh-huh. You know, they are there all night. And it's like, you know, you're there by what? As the drummer, if it's a 9 p.m. show where they're... It's six, set up the drums, grab some dinner, sound wait check. for the show to start, you know, do all that stuff. You do sound check, you do all that stuff. And then through the whole show and they stop playing at like one and then you're packed Breakdown. up by one thirty maybe. And then you're home by two thirty. That's a long night. Uh-huh. So we were talking about it. I'm like, you know, it'd be more fun like an hour. Like, you know, like original songs, you know, they yeah. do like one set and they're gone. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. So do you, do you write too? Like original? Are you trying to write original songs? I, no? I, no. Ron swears that everybody's got a hit song in them. Yeah. I'm not positive that's the truth. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you just want to sing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll definitely try to help, but I yeah. just don't think that's a talent I have. I mean, uh, he's convinced that everybody's got a hit song in them. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> let's have another, let's play another song. You have, you gave me a couple of songs. I did. Um, Which one's this one? This one is called Time. This one he actually wrote for me. Oh, really? Yeah. We gotta go. Yeah, it's a little love song that he wrote for me. Hear it.
was a ballad i yeah. love ballads yeah ballads are great but you know like with these cover bands they cover all these different bands but they almost never play the ballads live mm-hmm. you know i guess it's not a party song right and they're trying to yeah. keep the crowd in a party mood but i'm yeah. always like i want to hear the ballads yeah i love ballad tell me about that song well you know he wrote that for me um basically you know it, the struggle is real when you're trying to like deal with relationships and you know he was getting out of a marriage and I was getting out of a terrible marriage you want to be with somebody but you're you know you got stuff you got to do and you're like not sure it's a good idea because like I said we were best friends and you know you screw that up you've screwed up something serious so you know you're like okay I don't know how this is gonna go and you know there's all that trepidation about not wanting to date your friend and ruin the friendship so yeah that was um that was his love song to me he's um he's so sweet he's a super romantic like people probably wouldn't expect that (laughs) from a drummer but that that's a sweet song so tell me debbie uh what's one of the craziest things you have seen at a show (laughs) well the list is long and and strange for sure (laughs) (laughs) one of my favorite stories about something wild at the show you know of course you'll you you hear people flash 
the the guys on stage or whatever. So he was playing with this other band and I had gone to the ladies room. You know, they were in the middle of like, I don't know, they were probably in their second set. There was a party of girls there celebrating a birthday and one the birthday girl, she was hammered. I mean, really hammered. And they were all in the ladies room and I went to the bathroom and I came out and they're all in the mirror and she's putting on her lipstick and, and she had decided that she was going home with that drummer, which your husband, yeah, which which is <laughs> funny. And she didn't know. Oh, that she that had no husband. idea who I was. Yeah, she's you like, were like oh, I'm like, yeah. that's so cute. You know, <laughs> I'm like, okay, whatever. And so, but she was talking, and she she just had really taken a liking to him, and she's like, I like that drummer. And she turned to me and she said, Don't you think that drummer's hot? And I said, Girl, he is so hot. And she was like, I'm going home with that drummer. And I just, you know, I don't I don't get all jealous and crazy. So I was like, You go, girl, and I high fived her in the ladies' room. <laughs> And I go back to the go back to my seat, not paying any attention. I'm like sitting there having a beer, you know, watching the show. And she finally, her and her girls finally come out. They're like a little posse and they come across the bar. And as they come across the bar, she stops and she yells, hey, drummer, and lifts her shirt and bra and just flashes the whole band. And the whole band. And they were in the middle of a song. They were in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> what was their expression? The 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 guys in the front, of course, they bared the brunt of it. You know, the drummers at the back, the back of the band. Yeah. He missed it, and no, it was for him. Well, he saw it because I mean, oh, okay. it was during. I, I think they were like in a break between songs or something, uh-huh. but because they heard her yell it, and they all turned to look at her to see what she was yelling about, and she flashed them, mm. and the guys at the front looked panicked, absolutely <laughs> mortified. They turned and looked at me, and I'm like, "You go, girl!" I was all like, Woo! screaming and stuff. And then she found out you were his wife. I don't think she ever found out yeah. because her her friends ushered her out of there. That was yeah. one of the last songs she saw. She was so hammered. They got oh, her out of there and got her home. Her I was like, she'd have been so disappointed at the end of the night when I started helping him pack up the drums. And yeah. he was going home with you. Exactly. <laughs> that was funny. No matter what, that's what's happening. Yeah, that was so funny. I can ask the same question to, you know, all the band wives or whatever, but every answer is different because everybody everybody's answer is different so like what do you think is one of the challenges of being married to a musician you know the scheduling is a lot Mm -hmm. and you know you probably hear that answer a lot because they're so busy because it's not just the shows you know shotgun sally plays pretty much every weekend Mm -hmm. and frequently it's friday and saturday night so there there goes your weekends you know Mm -hmm. for the most part but it's not just the shows there's also rehearsals and there's like with he's in swinging bottles so they have studio time and they're working on writing songs and they're rehearsing that and they're you know and it's just and he's in so many bands that it can be a little hectic we have Uh to really watch our schedule like Uh i i spend a lot of my time okay what do you have on the calendar for this day you know (laughs) before you plan something Mm, oh definitely because if you plan it without checking the band's calendar you're just that's just yeah Yeah. it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen and like we um When our kids ask a question and they're like, can you guys be here for this date? I'm like, look, we need more notice than that. You know, you know this. <laughs> we need like six or eight months in advance notice. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't give me at least a couple of months. There's nothing I can do for you. But, you know, because yeah. like Shotgun Sally, they um, book their gigs way far in advance. Yeah. And well, so it's the demand. Yeah. Then. They're yeah. on the calendar. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, well, like right now I have gigs for them into February. Wow. <laughs> so damn. I'm still trying and, to schedule the holidays. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> and we're burly in September. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And what do you think is one of the, the perks of being married to a musician? It's the people. I mm-hmm. think the people you meet, I've met, I've met some people, of course, that you don't get along with or you, you don't want to talk to, but you know, you meet so many great people and really the local music scene, it's, it's like a big twisted family you know we're all in it we might not all know each other it's a big family you know we might not all know each other um and we don't always all get along but the people are great for the most part I mean like the wives a lot of times we don't really get to know each other unless we're wives in the same band Mm -hmm. because you really just see the other wives in passing 
you know, because yeah. you're either trying to get the gear in or trying to get the gear out, yeah. you know, when you pass them. And like we talked about before, you know, you don't really get a chance to go support your friends and their bands because you're busy with the band that you're attached to. But you you have like the nicest people, you know, I've, I've met a ton of people. One of the ladies in my office, actually, she she made a comment. And she was like, you know, I don't know why you go to all his gigs. And I said, well, for starters, it's my husband. Yeah. You know, I mean, doing the thing that is the most natural mm-hmm. and his favorite thing. Yeah. Why wouldn't I go to that? Yeah. But aside from that, all my friends are there. You know, if you play the same places over and over again, you know, the bar staff, the owners, the you know, you walk in, they're like, hey, person, how's it yeah. going? Yeah. You know, and yeah. so everybody I know is there. Mm-hmm. You know, what else would I be doing on a Saturday night? All my friends are here. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, also like the wives, mm-hmm. you know, because you spend so much time together. So like the wives of that band. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. spend so much time with band. Yeah, we're like some kind of crazy sister wife thing. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> and that's in every band. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's it's in every it's band. Very like the, that. The guys spend so much time, and the the girls spend so much mm-hmm. time because of the guys too. It's funny, know? actually. We we threw um, Tiffany and Gigi Slees. We threw their baby shower. You know, we invited the people in you know her band, and you know, and like you know, you know them in passing, but you don't really know. So basically, then I got to meet all the wives that maybe I hadn't seen, or you know, just hadn't spent any time around. It was kind of nice. So that's like I think that's the first time I met Tina Rasco. Uh-huh. <laughs> I knew who she was, you yeah. know, especially now with Facebook, we all know who each other are. Yeah. But you know, I had never actually spoken uh-huh. to her, you know, yeah. <laughs> and so that was kind of nice to get to see. It's like it's like a big family. You know, you have you have events like when there are fundraisers, the whole family comes out. You know, and some some smaller events, other people come out. So I think that's probably one of the the bigger bright spots for dating a musician and if you could change anything what would it be i don't know that i'd change anything Uh you know i'm not a big fan of regrets yeah you know you just you go with the just yeah you just accept the choices you've made that's how you got to where you are and move on as best you can you know i think i may have um i don't know i might have been a little more open-minded to mm-hmm. writing songs and stuff yeah. you know years and years ago uh-huh. um when he was in big rocket because it was so many years ago it was probably 20 years ago or something like that i was like okay i can't imagine doing that the local music scene changes mm-hmm. when he was doing that in the early 2000s there were there nobody came to see original music you know they didn't have very big crowds there it was hard to get into places and different places and now it's sort of and but cover bands made the money and they drew the crowds and now it's kind of opposite i mean cover bands still get paid mm-hmm. but now big crowds want to go see the original stuff mm-hmm. and so i think that's really cool watching the cycles change in the the local scene raising original bands too you know and it's a lot of hard Hard work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's a lot of sort of personal sacrifice. You're putting a lot of yourself out there. Yeah, it is. And as far as your kids, have, have they been to shows? Do they go support you guys? Or They do when they can. Our kids are all grown and mm-hmm. they live, um, like most of them live closer to Dallas oh, for some okay. reason, which is weird because we're from here, but all the kids are up there. But, you know, like they surprised us at a show. It was funny because it was the first time, I think, that Side Piece mm-hmm. played with Shotgun Sally. Ron wasn't their drummer at the time. Shotgun oh. Sally's. Um, Timba was. And so it was the first time the two bands had kind of shared a stage and we were playing at a place, um, Pub 529 or somewhere, which is actually close to where we lived at the time. Uh-huh. And our kids showed up as a surprise. And, you know, we were sitting there getting ready to go on, you know, and I'm trying to like get oh. the jitters gone because we took the stage first. And, you know, we're trying to be relaxed. And our kids walked in and I was so confused because it was out of context for, for me. So I'm like, that's weird. She looks just like my daughter. You know? <laughs> <It is your> <laughs> daughter. <laughs> and when her brother walked in with her, I'm like, oh, wait, wait, wait. 
I know these people. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, they do like to come down sometimes and they like it to be a surprise. Uh-huh. So it's it's always fun when the kids come because they're super enthusiastic about watching their dad do his thing. And, uh-huh. you know, that's always great. What advice would you have for someone who's just starting out to date a musician? You know, I think the biggest thing is you have to, you have to be comfortable in yourself. You have to know where you stand in your relationship because if you don't, all kinds of trouble comes with that. They have to be open-minded. You know, live shows are live shows. People get really excited about musicians. You know, Rockstar Sexy is a thing. Mm -hmm. It's a real live thing. And I don't care who you are, how old you are. I don't care what kind of music you play. If you're on that stage as the talent, somebody in that crowd is going to be eyeballing you. Just... Just get over it. It is what it is. It's not a big deal. You know, and people tend to take it like it's in a personal affront somehow. And I just think you have to be open-minded and you have to be relaxed about it, you know, as long as you're in a good place yeah. and just not overreact. And my big my big advice, particularly to, to young women uh-huh. wanting to date musicians, is don't start fights in bars. <laughs> That's where they work. Guess. You've seen some? I have. I have, yeah. <laughs> That's where they're, they're because at work. Of the, they're liking the musicians or what? Yeah, yeah or, or somebody assumes they like the musician. You, you never know whether it's real or not. It doesn't matter whether yeah. it's real. They're on stage. That girl's in the crowd. Let it go, you yeah. know? But yeah, I mean, you know, that guy's at work. I don't come to your office and start a fight. Don't start mm-hmm. a fight at his job, you mm-hmm. know? I've had yeah. to tell friends, you got to you, you got to reel that in. Whatever has, is happening there, mm-hmm. that reflects badly on the band. Cut it out. Exactly. The reality is all them people that are there are their fans. Right. Right. You know, and they're there to see those musicians. They're there you to support there. the show, to support mm-hmm. the band, to yeah. see to see them because they're 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 fans. And you don't want to poison those people against the band they came to see. That's crazy talk. No, yeah. You know, and they have a following. Even if they're not their fans and they just happen to be there, they're gonna be their fans by the time they leave. Yeah. So yeah. you don't want to ruin that in any way. You know, it's it's sort of a beautiful thing when people meet a band for the first time. You yeah. don't want to step between that band and those people. Yeah, that's their fans. That's yeah. what I you know, uh Ray when uh when he plays at double vision Mm-hmm. with double vision the tribute, tribute band mm-hmm. yeah well even with his original bands but more with the tribute band too i would tell him during break i'm like go make your round mm-hmm. go thank oh, yeah. people go thank your fans for coming go thank the people for coming you know try to be more personal yeah well, you know the, i'm not saying go out there and say you know say all <laughs> oh, your personal life right and, no or try to get to know one on a personal no, but level mingle. but mingle so they know that you're approachable yeah absolutely you know and I and I sit there, you know, and and at the double vision gigs during break, mm-hmm. even after after they get done, he goes and shakes yeah. people's hands. He thanks them for coming. Absolutely, you know? he does that a lot, you know. And and I told him, I said, you you need to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, that way they know that you're approachable and and it, you're down to earth, mm-hmm. and you know, not band member where people see you and you're like way in the corner. You oh, don't yeah. want to talk to nobody. Yeah. You're like in your own world. It's That's like awful. don't get close to me. And da da da. You know, so who he, wants to hang out and see those guys? Nobody, you know. Yeah, so he goes out and he he talks to people. He shakes people's hands and yeah. all over the crowd. He's walking around all over. Yeah, because yeah. if you want to be attached to a musician, I mean, you have to you got to just let go of your own personal issues while they're at work because that's what they are. They're at work. Yeah, but that's that's their time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's their time to shine on the stage. If people are really excited about seeing them and meeting them and talking to them, that's a great thing. You mm-hmm. want that to happen, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, I'm not the slightest bit needy. I'm literally like, okay, do you need water? I go get stuff for the guys in the band, you know, because I keep myself busy while I'm there because it's a long night, Uh you know, and then I'm like, bye. See ya. Yeah. I mean, you're never going to find somebody like, oh, poor you. 
sitting here all by yourself. I'm 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 good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like I'm a fan. When oh, yeah. when uh when Ray's up there on stage, I'm a fan. You bet. You know, I'm just there gawking at them and I'm you know I probably have my mouth open too, you know, because I'm oh, like, yeah. I, I just, I'm a fan at that time. I take about 800 pictures mm-hmm. in every show. Oh, yeah. I just <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like the first time I ever saw him. Wee! Just yeah. taking pictures everywhere. I take pictures of him. I take pictures of all the guys like, you know, like Gigi and mm-hmm. Tiffany, they have a new baby at home. Yeah. So Tiffany frequently doesn't get to come to the show because mm-hmm. she's with the baby. Mm-hmm. So I send her pictures of Gigi from the show. And mm-hmm. like, if he does something weird or funny, I send that to her because I don't want her missing out. Yeah. You know? When I'm there, even, even at Double Vision, like I'm a big time foreigner oh, yeah. fan, you know, and, and even seeing them. And I always tell, even when they get off. You know, Randy, the singer, and Ray and all them, you know, I'm like, man, you guys kicked ass. Oh, yeah. Like, if I was seeing them for the first time. <laughs> exactly. Because I'm such a fan. Yeah. When they're on stage, I'm a fan. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. You sent me another song. Which one's this I one? I did. Um, I sent you one of Swing and Bottle's songs. Bam Bam works with the rest of the guys, and I think that... Um, Gigi and Bam Bam and Johnny and Stevie and Roger, I think they all write together. I'm not sure who does the most of anything. This is one of my favorites of Swingin' Bottles songs, Rat City. Let's hear it.
And we're back. That was Swinging Bottles. Swinging Bottles. Mm-hmm. Rat City. Yeah, they're... They've got an, um, I guess it's an EP. I don't, I don't know what the actual terminology is. Their record, which is not going to be a record, is um, oh, okay. I, it'll be released sometime. I think it's early next year is when they're planning it. They've been working on it for a while. But I like the the vibe of the song. Uh, it's like the '80s yeah. vibe. Yeah, it's. Got, I'm stuck in the '80s. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Hopelessly, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, it's it's great. You know the their music. The songs are different, but they're all like a good solid rock you know mm-hmm. and so um i really enjoy it the the music i wish they'd hurry up and get it released so that everybody can hear it what do you think about do you guys do karaoke or do you do practice your vocal cords or you just practice at home well, I, I practice at home. set up at home right? yeah we yeah. do but we love to do karaoke it's 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 crazy actually and i think it's funny you know when musicians do karaoke because it's like some kind of weird superstar karaoke you know <laughs> you know you don't get your average drunk bar person in there like <laughs> singing their heart out to some you know whatever they're singing journey Cause, yeah because i think that that's yeah because you know you get a room full of musicians and one does journey and the other's like oh yeah watch this you know <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> so it's like who's the better vocalist let's go and so um so it turns into it's like a lot of fun you know mm. and um i love karaoke parties actually we whenever we throw a party we do just a little we do like to do karaoke roulette mm-hmm. where you don't have any idea what you're going to sing but when you get up there somebody else chooses a song for you oh really <laughs> Yeah. So you got to sing it. Yeah, you got to work that out <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> I, I used to do karaoke in the 90s, but I would only sing Kiss or Shania Twain because they never hit high notes and they well, have deep it. voices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no, I love that. You got you to gotta know your range for sure. You know, it's yeah. like actually we um, went out with the Kings, Scarlett and Johnny and Bam Bam and I went out for dinner one night. We just, because we hadn't really, after Ron joined the band, we really hadn't had time to actually just, hey guys, how's it going? You know, and sit and have a conversation. It's just been go, go, go. Outside of the club. Yeah. yeah. And you can't hear anything in the yeah. club. So, you know, so we went out and had dinner and went to karaoke after that. And it was, it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> because they're a rock band and they do rock covers and hair band covers and our band does rock covers and we're very clear about that we don't do any pop we're rock covers you know <laughs> and everything's rock 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 and the first thing that happens i walk in i do a country song which one i did um redneck woman by Gretchen, oh, Wilson. Gretchen yeah. Wilson yeah because I almost always like if I walk in and there's a bunch of people singing country karaoke I'm going with that song because right off the bat the whole crowd is in it yes. they are like cheering and yeah. singing along and so uh-huh. and Johnny made me laugh because I, I got right up there to sing it and I'm pretty sure he did not expect me to sing that song and I walked <laughs> off and he goes I guess it's know your audience huh? I was like well yeah because we walked in and there was somebody singing country uh-huh. and while we were trying to sign up two more people did country and I'm like I knew what I'm singing mm-hmm. you know? oh yeah <laughs> that's good I've never known Notice that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good pointer. It's, it is. It's, it's, it's great because the people you don't know are suddenly your biggest fan. And you're going with the flow. Mm-hmm. Now, know, later. You're not I, crashing their party. Well, I crash their party <laughs> with later. <a> ballad. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't do that. I don't really crash the party ballad. Not usually, anyway, unless somebody uh, asks me for one, you uh, know? Uh, you know, but how did you crash the party later? <laughs> I did Barracuda. I oh, wanted okay. to do the adrenaline mob version, but they mm. didn't have it. So I ended up having to do the heart version, which by the way, that's a lot. It's uh-huh. like, that's, she's so high. I don't know why she sings so high, but oh, <laughs> while they were doing country. What? Well, they're country, country, and then like some really old stuff. And uh-huh. I was like, okay, well, Barracuda's old. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that song. Cause you know, Johnny started ramping it up and getting more and more rock. And I'm like, all right, here we go. And me and Scarlett were like, we're in, you know, Ooh. Ron's like signing up for weird songs, you know? Oh, that's <laughs> so, nice. That's so nice. When Ray, when we do his parties, we have karaoke 
And that's what he said. He's like, my my party's badass because I got some of the best musicians in town doing karaoke. You bet. I mean, when when like the singers for all the bands show up to your party to sing at your karaoke, that's awesome, you know? <laughs> that's an awesome party. That's right. <laughs> or what do you do to keep yourself busy when your husband's busy doing rehearsals and gigs every weekend? Well, I mean, yeah, you're his roadie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. I'm at the gigs. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I'm doing that. <laughs> Um, you know, honestly, and this is like everybody's worst thing. Mm-hmm. It's laundry. That's that's pretty much what I do with my downtime. Laundry. Really? laundry. Yeah, because, you know, especially outdoor gigs, you know, gigs are so sweaty anyway. Yeah. But, you know, during the summer here in the outdoor gigs, you mm-hmm. just all your clothes are just disgusting. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, I sort of have this constant laundry Non-stop. thing happening, you know, because <laughs> like the gig clothes, I'm like, don't even put those in the bedroom. Those go straight out in the garage, you know, just <laughs> the, just take them off out there, you know, <laughs> like, just come in naked. I don't care. But, you know, leave it out there. But yeah. So, you know, do laundry in the housework and, you mm-hmm. know, trying to keep up with the schedule and I work a regular straight office job. So uh-huh. I'm busy a lot anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what does your husband say? What did he think the first time you saw him play? Actually, the first time I saw him play, I, I brought a friend with me. She was my wingman. It was, uh, you know, the first time I saw him play probably was when we were getting to be friends because uh-huh. he would play for functions that they did. Oh, but okay. the first time I ever went to see him and not as, you know, Ron's friend who was here anyway, uh-huh. actually going to see him play, I was like, okay, I think I'm in big trouble because now I'm a huge fan. Like, <laughs> Huge fan, uh, and that was it, right? That yeah, was the pretty beginning. much it. Yeah, that was <laughs> you it. were at every show. I'm like, I am in trouble. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You guys are always busy too, and the chances that y'all have to maybe get a day off, or you know, from gigging or rehearsals what do you guys do for fun sometimes we will go see other bands now you know when like we talked about earlier when your friends are all playing out it's hard to go see them because you're at the band you know show that you're associated with so it's hard to see other bands so like if there's a benefit especially because a lot of the bands we know will play the benefit so we can just be there in one afternoon and see a whole bunch of them (laughs) yeah like see everybody you know we're like hey how's it going you know (laughs) make your rounds yeah pretty much because they're because that's when you get to see sort of everybody you know everybody's there i frequently tell people you know it's not you it's not a personal thing I'm not trying to avoid your band but you know on nights when they don't have a show I frequently don't want to go to a show anybody's show I'm not I'm not into it Mm -hmm. granted it's nice because you can just actually dress up and go and like have a couple drinks and then you leave you know it's not like I have to be here all night kind of thing yeah but um yeah we uh like they were off on Friday and it's rare for them to be off on a Friday and so like some of the guys went to a concert Mm-hmm. I was like, you have a good time with that. <laughs> you know, we uh, went out to dinner uh-huh. and then just kind of like low key stayed home. Right. We watched a movie. I was like, oh, it's so nice. Because, you know, you know how hard it is to schedule. Like, didn't you try to reschedule your movie going date with your husband twice or something? Yeah. This <laughs> Sunday and it's our down day, you know, and yeah. I don't I try to not do laundry on Sunday because uh-huh. that'll eat your whole Sunday. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, this is the only day we have. So we were busy trying to schedule things out and check our schedule and make sure we've got all the things we need for whatever we've got coming. Uh-huh. And I'm like or looking the at the week. time. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I got to go. Yeah. (laughs) Like last weekend, I was like, I can't do it. You know, there's no way, you know. And like then yesterday, they had a gig in Surfside. We leave at three for those shows because it takes two hours to get there, you know. And so. At the beach. Yeah. yeah. Uh And so so I was like, okay, Saturday's bad, you know. And I was like, oh, I'm glad I've got Sunday afternoon. And then when you gave me an extra hour today, I was like, perfect. Because I was (laughs) running behind. (laughs) I was just like, and it's perfect because next weekend he has two shows again. And I'd have been like, oh, God, no. Yeah. yeah but we're always busy you know that's the life yeah that's the, that's the whole point yeah that's the whole point is there any anything else you want to talk about i can't think of anything else any shout out yeah like a big shout out to um the shotgun sally guys 
oh. and to their wives, who are my buddies. Um, big shout out to the Swinging Bottles guys, which happen to be the same guys. <laughs> um, I'd also like to make a big shout out to the Side Piece guys. Two of those are the same guys. I swear I spend all, all my time around the same people. Uh-huh. But I also have a bass player in um, Side Piece that isn't involved in all those other bands. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, I mean... I just pretty much glad to hang out with everybody. So, and it's, I am sorry that I don't get to see people as often as oh, I'd like to. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't even have to apologize for that. You know, it happens. <laughs> it's, it's funny because, you know, it's like long lost friends. You run into somebody you haven't seen and, you know, it, it maybe it's just a month, but yeah. when you're playing gigs so often, it seems like a really long time. Oh. You're like, oh my God, you know, That's you're like so happy 10, to see them. 10, what, 15 gigs later, yeah, it's like, you're hey. like hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a month is like and it's funny because you know i'm really bad with names so like the second time i see somebody i'm like hello like i remember your face i don't remember your name at all <laughs> but uh you know and now I, I tell people all the time you know I'll, I'll tell them who i am and they're like okay i'm like i'm the one with the red hair and they're like oh yeah i know who you are i got you yeah <laughs> oh your uh your side piece band do you guys have any shows coming up or we don't have anything on the books right now. Um, we took a little bit of a break. Everybody was so busy during the summer and they have kids and, you know, that's a whole nother scheduling in and of itself. And like the guitar players in 87,000 bands with the drummer there, the bass player had a bunch of stuff going on and, you know, vacations they were trying to plan. And so we took a little bit of a break. We don't, we try not to play in that band quite as often. Mm-hmm. And, but with, with um, Shotgun Sally being so sort of busy you know yeah. we're like if if we do schedule a gig that takes two players out of that band that they have to oh. replace that night so yeah. you know we we try to if we're, we're going to start scheduling some but it'll be a little Later. more in the future just to kind of put on the space calendar. it out yeah. yeah to get them on the calendar and not really sort of like oh by the way next week there's no drummer because that's terrible we wouldn't do that to anybody yeah you know oh, yeah. so that's yeah. not really our thing so. you know ron is a very big proponent of do what you say you're going to do and so if he has it on the books that he's playing that night, he's playing. It doesn't matter if our kids come down. It doesn't matter what's going on. We're playing that show. Yeah. And so yeah. that's how that works. As far as your the set list for side piece, do you help choose the songs or who chooses the songs? We we kind of all do it together. Oh, okay. You know, songs we'd like to play. Um, songs, you know, we avoid the songs that we hate to play, you know, because there are songs that, you know, some musicians play over and over again with bands that they're in that they can't stand. And so we try to avoid those if we can. It's harder because I'm a girl what everybody's accustomed to playing the songs you know we have to change it i'm a girl but i have a bit of a deep voice uh-huh. so we have to drop them down because i can't hit those 80s high notes all night long yeah. i can do it maybe for the first set and then i'm gonna sound terrible <laughs> after that you know but um so we have to try to play to my strengths and stuff so we'll all put in songs that we want to try we'll learn them and see how they work oh, and that's okay. pretty much how we do the narrowing down of songs oh, set list. Mm-hmm. you still have your role as a roadie to help your your husband that keeps you busy <laughs> it does it does it keeps keep you busy enough and you go to all the shows then pretty much yeah Yeah. i mean on occasion i will miss a show but it'll be like if there's a work thing that i've got to do and he's got a show he goes to work i go to work Mm -hmm. um if like if we've got you know something going on with one of the kids or grandkids i may go Mm-hmm. handle that i might at some point this fall i might actually go see my mother without him i'm like you know you're real busy he's like oh just go <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's hard playing stuff it is <laughs> yeah. so debbie what's one of your favorite uh, memorable concerts that you and your hubby have attended as far as like maybe a national headliner or- well he took he insisted actually that we go see kiss I'd never seen Kiss in all the years. I mean, I, I'm a concert girl. I'm like in the 80s, it was all Def Leppard and Poison. I mean, like constantly all summer long, you know. And But I had never seen Kiss and he insisted. When was this? Oh, oh, this was 
it was many years ago. I don't even remember honestly. Oh, okay. It was I, it was probably early on. So I just I'd say like two thousand nine or ten or something oh, okay. probably. But yeah, he insisted that we go see Kiss because he was like, you cannot be a rock fan and I'm not see Kiss, Kiss live. And he's like, who knows how long they'll be touring? Will <laughs> <laughs> they're still going? <laughs> yeah, I don't know that they're ever really going to quit. I know what they said, but I don't believe them. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that was a really great concert because mm-hmm. I had never seen Kiss, and Kiss is really an experience. You should see it. Uh-huh. But I think my favorite concert ever was when we went to Vegas just to see Def Leppard because oh. Def Leppard's my favorite band. And was that in 2014? They yeah. uh, they recorded the, the, they have the DVD and the CD yeah, and all so, that. Yeah, I think so, because I they had, had a residency. Yeah, yeah, there was a residency. They did their residency. Like two weeks. Yeah, yeah, and as soon as I found out it was happening, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, Def Leppard's going to be in Vegas. And uh, we love to go to Vegas. So yeah. he was like, all right, let's go. And so we literally went just to see Def Leppard and that, the concert was phenomenal. I mean, mm. I've seen them a million times and it yeah. was the best concert I've seen. It was mm. like, it was a great laser show and everything, you uh-huh. know. But yeah, so that was, for me, that was really awesome because it was kind of a smaller, intimate theater mm. and it wasn't sweating your ass off at and, the woodlands yeah exactly <laughs> dying on the hill help me <laughs> get in there at three o'clock because the doors open at six exactly and you're like now i'm sunburned too thanks <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have that that dvd and that cd that packet that mm-hmm. package for the residency that yeah. they did i bought it yeah that was that, that was really great it was really great to see live it was uh-huh. fantastic Oh, so that's your mem- most memorable concert. Yeah, because I had never seen Def Leppard with him. Mm-hmm. You know, Def Leppard's been my favorite band since I was about 16, and uh-huh. I had never seen him with him. So that was awesome. So he loves him too, then? He's not a big Def Leppard fan, but he oh. was like, he was enthusiastic about it. He was you know, a trooper. <laughs> yeah. Musicians like musicians, you yeah. know, and they like good shows. So yeah. he was there for that for sure, but he knew how excited I was. So he was totally on board. He was wearing a Def Leppard shirt, you know. Oh. He was like, he was up on his feet for a while with really? me. Not oh. the whole show, because I had never sat down but uh-huh. <laughs> oh. is there a, a concert that that's coming that you guys are making plans to go see not really not plans that i know about frequently if he wants to go see a concert because he's got to clear so much in his yeah. schedule um you know he'll figure out what he wants to do and then let me know oh, you know okay. and i'm i'm on board because i'm just i'm a concert girl you know yeah. i'm from houston i spent my summers all summer long going to concerts i my high school graduated us in the summit when it was still the summit so yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> i mean like yeah. so my first concert was bon jovi Oh, slippery when, when wet so whenever slippery when wet happened i don't know in i was like 80s. 14 yeah i think it was 86 or 87 yeah something or like that yeah. i was i was like 14 i think 14 or 15 and i had front row seats in the summit wow front row yeah i don't i don't actually know how i got those i don't want to know that's the truth um a favorite relative got them for me and basically she she was always like my aunt and so <laughs> me and the guy who was like my cousin and our oh. friends got to go we got front row seats, seats. and we determined we were never going to ask how she got those oh wow we don't just want to appreciate know. it yeah we're like Mm-mm. we we know she couldn't have paid for them <laughs> they were expensive so we're like i don't know how you got those but okay well you love poison a lot too yeah I love poison. yeah i love that poison. was my first concert was it really yeah. when uh when i was a senior in high school warrant opened up for him and i was a senior in high school i graduated 91 mm-hmm. so i think it was 90 mm-hmm. i had already started working you know half a day through office administration school and all that so like my parents were real strict, so in order for me to go, I had to buy my ticket, my twin sister's ticket, so she could go with me, my older brother's ticket, because... He's a chaperone. He's a chaperone, and then his girl's ticket, because they're Couldn't together. expect him to go yeah. by himself. And right? then uh, <laughs> another friend that my brothers grew up with, their be- BFF, their best friend, uh, because he's a like a brother to us. Mm-hmm. Wow. I had to buy five tickets so in order for go. me to go to Poison. Oh, see, my dad was that kind of weird strict, 
And the truth is, I saw a band. <laughs> this is actually kind of a funny story. Um, I'll tell it real quick. Uh, I saw a band um, that Ron played drums in. Oddly enough, I didn't know him and I didn't, I wasn't there to see the drummer. So I, I don't really, I didn't pay good attention to it. But when I was like 14 uh-huh. or 15, my mom, um, it was before I actually got to go see Bon Jovi. So I'd have been probably 14 and my mom was real lenient, but my dad was super strict. My parents were divorced. Yeah. And so I told my mom, there's this band playing at this place close to my high school and I wanted to go see them. And she's mm-hmm. like, baby, you can't get into that show. And I'm like, I want to go see this band. I mm-hmm. can get in. And she's like, I'll take you. But if you can't get in, I can't help you. I don't want to stay at the concert. I don't want to take you in with me. Mm -hmm. So, and I said, well, if I can get in, can I go? And she was like, sure, if you can get in. So she drove me to the place, let me out of the car. Uh I sweet talked my way in that front door, Uh bought my ticket, went in to see this band and it was Sweet Savage. And Ron actually played drums with Sweet Savage. And if I'm not mistaken, it was during this time period that Uh he was playing drums with them. And I may actually have seen my husband play drums a million years before we met. Before you even met. Uh Uh-huh. You see how weird and crazy it is? It was Perhaps I'm his stalker. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's so weird because, like, you had already seen him. Yeah. But you, you guys didn't know each other. Yeah, because we were married before he mentioned. He said something, and he said, back when I used to play with Sweet Savage, and I'm like, I'm sorry, come again? <laughs> You're like, what? I was like, I've seen that band. And he was like, no, and you were no. 14? How, yeah. old, how old was he? He's about six years older than I am. Oh. So he'd have been, you know, 19 or 20 19. when he was playing. So he yeah. was still young, too. Yeah, but That's way too cool old st- to be talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool story, though, because yeah. you guys did a whole turn and come back around and you guys met well, that's, what, that's why married. we joke about me being his stalker because i always take pictures of the drums so uh-huh. i post them with a hashtag drummer stalking so you were always a drummer i was apparently always <laughs> drummer. the drummer stalker yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just didn't know so it. You, you always like the drummers <laughs> <laughs> actually i was usually there for the singer but whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a cute story though because uh, years later you guys cross paths again yep so weird yeah so weird yeah that's a cute in a story. city this size, we're both from Houston, <laughs> and how how we cross paths like that is just so weird. Yeah, uh, it was meant. It was mm, meant to definitely. Happen. Thank you so much, Debbie. I enjoyed it. I really, <laughs> I really had a great time. Whenever you want to come back, just let me know. <laughs> great. We'll, we'll pick up where we leave off. <laughs> There's plenty of time. I'll give you updates on the weird shows. <laughs> yeah, the crazy stories and all that. We need to do a show, a podcast about crazy stories only. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah. Put them all. No the names. Yeah. No names. Yeah. But if the shoe fits, <laughs> that's right. Lace yeah. it up. <laughs> Lace it up. Well, thank you so much. Do you want to say any any parting words? Any? I don't really think I have any parting words. No. Just get out there and enjoy some local music. We'll go ahead and end it with this. And that's a wrap. Special thanks to my guest, Debbie Harris. I enjoyed all your stories. Thanks for hanging out today. Another episode downloads next week. Ciao.